0: Hey everyone, Mr. Devil here, Kenny Danico, three-time Stanley Cup champion of the New Jersey Devils, and you're listening to the Uncle Puckers New Jersey Devils podcast with Chris, Dan, Bobby, and Tony, the Uncle Puckers. Let's go Devils!
1: No, it didn't come easy. One in the books, 81 to go. It has been 119 days, guys, since the Devils played a meaningful hockey game that counted, and even worse, 123 days since the Devils have gotten the win column, and tonight they did. Game one against the Detroit Red Wings. It wasn't easy. It was a hard-fought game, a little sloppy at times but the guys that you needed to come through came through and the devils end up with the W and we're going to go over it all with you. And we're going to talk a little bit about this game. We're going to dive into that. We're going to dive into some of the games yesterday, a little preview into the game against the coyotes and to help us out with it all. We've got the fellow puckers, Dan and Tony Bobby is up at the rock tonight, hoping to maybe get a uh, phone call in from him to let us know a little bit about the energy up there what the atmosphere was like at the game. But chances are, He's probably way too inebriated to call in. Oh, yeah. Yeah. But anyway, boys, welcome. How's it going? Everybody feeling good? I mean, we got the dub.
2: Feeling good. Yes, sir.
1: Nice to you be know, back. Yeah, it's nice to be back. Um, you know, Detroit came to play. I think yeah, I was can... impressed
3: with their game. They had a good yeah. game. You, have to, you can't take anything away from them. They played a very solid game. that made it very hard for the Devils to play their game.
1: Yeah, the Devils, I don't think, played their game at all. um Um, it was you know very few and far between uh detroit the one thing i didn't realize about them is they're really fast yeah they're a really fast team that can keep up with the devils and you know that was a fun game to watch i would have liked to seen it open up a little bit more i would have liked to seen it you know a little bit crisper and cleaner but it's only game one so in
3: the third it opened up a little bit like the second half and you could see like what a wild game that would be if they're both sides are going to play wide open but you know, Detroit was playing a good strategy to keep the Devils from doing what they can do, and it almost paid off for them. I mean, let's face it; uh, it was it was a
2: close game. Tom, what do you think? Yeah, I mean, you know, with the Devils, it was like, I mean, they could have went either way. Like I was telling you, Chris, before we started the show, first game of the year, I don't take it. You know, I, I was like, yeah, there was definitely came out flat. I mean, I even heard Jack say that in the post game interview. You know, they realize it. It's game number one, but it's nice to get the W because you never want to you know, start out the season with a loss. And Detroit coming out strong, I'm not surprised because, it's, you know, they want to obviously ruin a home opener to also and it's beginning to their season. So definitely, definitely good to be back and not have to, uh, you know, preseason school and stuff. But it's, it's nice to have the, the Devils back playing real games.
1: Yeah, I, I mean, I, I like I said, I thought Detroit played a very good game. I think they took the Devils out. Uh, I really think the only line that was noticeable for New Jersey was that Hughes line. Hughes was on fire tonight. Uh, played a fucking amazing game. Two goals. Um, Vanacek I, that, I was impressed
2: with. I thought
1: Vitek Vanacek yeah. was lights out tonight. I thought yeah. he was really stellar. Made some beautiful saves. Uh, and then Hamilton... Gives us the go-ahead goal. They ended up tie, you know, getting within one um, at the end with the goal he pulled. And uh, so Paula ended up netting the empty netter, which was nice. But, uh, yeah, it was uh, a lot closer than it probably should have been. Or at least, I think, on paper going into it, most people would have said, Devils yeah. have this. It's a few goal win. Detroit's not going to be able to hang with them. No, Detroit hung with us. And um, you know the Devils have a lot of cleaning up to do, and they will. I'm not worried about it. But I could yeah, definitely no, feel when
2: Toffoli a- was on the ice. Couldn't you guys? When, when Toffoli was out there, you could tell. I yes. think he's going to be a really big part of this team this year. Like just even yeah. in Game One, I was I was watching. You could just feel his presence out there.
1: There were a couple of guys that I thought were noticeable. Um, Foley I would have liked to have seen shoot more. I think he had a couple of opportunities to actually get the puck on net. He chose to pass. Uh, I think that's normal for a guy kind of coming into a lineup and wanting to kind of see where everything fits. That is kind of normal, but I you know, would like to see him shoot a little bit more. I know that uh, – I thought that uh, Luke Hughes played really good on the back end. Um, I thought he had a solid game. He was out there for some good minutes. I uh, thought that Siegenthaler defensively, I know he had three assists, but I think defensively he was maybe the – had a rough go – the roughest go of it of, as far as our defenseman tonight. Did you guys notice that?
3: Yeah. I mean, that second goal was, you know, really – it was he was in – you know, it was part of that, uh, definitely. But he also made some good plays too. So, like everybody, he kind of had an up-and-down game. But, yeah, uh, Siegenthal, Siegenthaler and Smith on the, the defense, you know, were probably the – Least steady. Now, that's kind of interesting. Yeah. You're not talking about Luke Hughes there. We would have maybe said, okay, if he has a, a defensively unsteady game, we'd get it because he's you know pro- supposedly taking this sheltered role, but he didn't. He actually looked really good defensively. Like you said, the goaltending was uh, huge, and this is going to have to be the case this year. You know, it, it is like the question mark, but uh, everybody points to when you ask analysts about the Devils. But I think you know the question mark, or at least what's going to take some time for this team to gel with, is is the defense. And so that's where the goaltending has to bail them out. And tonight, Vanacek did that. I mean, he bailed them out. That they, Detroit could have easily taken over this game and had a 2-3 goal lead uh, in that second period. But really, that was all Vanacek that held them in there.
1: Well, the Red Wings squandered quite a few opportunities in the first, too. They had two posts, um, and then Vitek mm-hmm. making yeah. uh, some really, really nice saves. If he's not on point, those posts are an inch the other way. You're down 3 nothing going into the second. Uh, and that's a position that the Devils don't want to be in. I do, however, think this style of game and and it was a little bit more of that hard working things weren't coming easy. That's the, the theme of the night. Everything mm-hmm. had to be, you know, dug out hard working goals, hard work for any kind of offensive pressure and to sustain any kind of offensive pressure. I think you can maybe count on one hand how many times they had Devils had legitimate sustained offensive zone pressure. Um, this was a good game to come out with the W with this was a, you know, this is a high flying team that can score a lot of points, but they kind of showed tonight, if you want to grind it out, they can, and they can get the timely goals when they need to. Um, I thought some of the early penalties were meh, you know, uh, I know right. it's early in the season. They're going to call everything. Uh, how's this though? Right? Jack gets six penalty minutes, all of last year, 12 penalty minutes, his entire career. And he had four tonight.
3: He doesn't want that Lady Bing this year, it Apparently looks Apparently like.
1: not. Nobody wants the Lady Bing. Yeah, that's his,
3: <laughs> his first job. Uh, I think before sc- scoring a hat trick, his most important uh, goal tonight was to get himself off that Lady Bing ben- list. And he did the slash. And I guess that was a roughing. I don't know. I mean, I, I, when I was watching the ESPN roughing. feed, uh, they, you know, they say it's more of an interference, which I agree with. Um, I don't even know if not I would have called it that. It's a borderline call, but if it's any kind of call, it's interference. It's not roughing. (laughs) No, it
1: definitely wasn't roughing. And the puck was just there, you know, and Mm -hmm. he just kind of gave a shoulder in him and the guy went down. You're talking about a dude that's a lot bigger than Jack, and Jack takes him down and Jack gets the penalty? I don't know. And then, I mean, there could have been – yeah, so I wasn't a, a huge fan of some of those penalties that were called early on. I thought later on, you know, the slash was a slash, and a couple of those other. I thought Bratton had a yeah. stupid interference penalty that um, in the third period that put. Oh, well that patch. was real dumb because
3: that just totally negated yes. your power play. So that was mm-hmm. not good. Now I'll tell you what Jack's call, with Jack's uh, penalties. First of all, objectively, his second penalty there, the slash, is a retaliation penalty, the kind you don't want your players to take. The only way you know you kind of want to give him a pass on this is oh, Jack Hughes gets a pass for anything he does. Oh, no, not really. In this game, he was the only one who was wide awake and, and turning when the rest of the team was like, you know, clutching too tight. I don't want to say they were asleep. They were trying, but they were maybe trying in the wrong way. And they were clutching their sticks tight and not making good passes. And he, he goes out and he scores two goals. And if he's got that kind of hard edge where he's going to take a penalty with it too, it's something you're just going to have to live with. I'm sure that, you know. Just taking that penalty in isolation, it's not a good penalty to take. It's a retaliatory penalty. Yeah, you know, the guy dragged his sack across your helmet, and you know you probably should have got some kind of call for interference as you're holding the guy down for a good one-two Mississippi. But you know, you still took the now, slash.
1: If somebody ran their balls across Bobby's face, he would have gotten oh, a call yeah. he, right he's he he Bobby pays good gave money. the guy his phone number. Yeah,
2: absolutely. <laughs> I'm sure Bobby had a blast tonight, though. I'm looking oh, forward to sure. hearing it.
1: Uh... Uh, you know, he met up with Bill from the Trap Podcast. They were hanging oh, yeah. for a bit. Yeah. So, yeah, it seemed like a fun crowd. Bobby did text us all that, you know, the energy was not nearly uh, where it was last year. Uh, he said already... that at at the end of the first, if I'm not yeah. mistaken, right? You know, which So was there was a no goal, really goal yet. So I'm curious
3: how he if, if he thinks the energy picked up or not.
1: Yeah, we gotta definitely ask them about that. Or are you know? Because look, New Jersey Devil fans, we're, you know, some some of us aren't the brightest fans. You know, this is the same group of fans that called for Lindy Ruff to be fired after two games last year. They were chanting MVP after Jack gets two goals, and um, so maybe um, they're just waiting for the playoffs now maybe they're oh, just not yeah. gonna you know maybe. what The 82 games we're not really we're getting get spoiled is what you're saying yeah we're, we're not gonna as get ourselves all, all up into a hizzy over game one you know let's, yeah. let's let the playoffs. yeah you could
3: kind of then. feel the tension in the building i get it and you know new jersey we're definitely impatient people that's kind of famously our thing we're very impatient yeah and uh yeah i think we were joking around like the uh MVP chant, also kind of impatient in game right. one to be chanting MVP, but why not? Enjoy
1: yourself and have fun. You know a lot you better to, look you're, than you're Fire at, Lindy. You're, you're at the game, you got yeah. a couple of drinks in you, are having fun, chant whatever the fuck you want. Oh, it's, it's positive, positive.
2: yeah, It's at least it's not like some negative thing, I guess. Right,
1: right? Like, not Fire Lindy, you
3: know,
2: yeah. this is
1: much better. The Rangers had a big win tonight, they beat the Sabres, um, you know, did you guys catch any of the games last night? I
3: just I saw the highlights yeah, right. or the lowlights the, the beating that uh I did see Bedard finally got, he
2: got his first NHL goal though. Did see yeah. that
3: goal about fifty times on replay.
1: Well
2: who's uh, it's all
3: over. Yeah, right? Who? I didn't uh, hear. Did Connor who's Bedard
2: that guy?
1: score? Connor Who? Never heard of him. Yeah. Exactly. Uh you know Nice goal, nice
3: little wraparound goal. But...
1: Yeah, it was a really nice goal. One of many for Mr. Bedard, I'm sure. Mm-hmm. You know, he's gonna be a hell of a player. Uh, I did watch a lot of games last night. Um just do a little recap. Vancouver whooping up on Edmonton eight to one. Yeah, that was uh, kind know. of
3: surprising, huh? Didn't, I don't yeah, that so was 8-1 shocking. Eight to one beating coming uh, Edmonton's way.
1: Brett Vesser with four goals on eight shots. Uh, yeah. Talk Miller about coming out flat.
3: I mean, we were worried the Devils came out flat. How do you how do you come out like that and, and give up eight goals in that opening game? I mean, it's a complete disaster defensively looked horrible i saw all the highlights like where is defensively, everybody
1: they They're were not, not even they they weren't even playing and they, you, know, you know look edmonton there's my pick to win the stanley cup it was bobby's pick to win the stanley cup i think one of you guys also had them to win the stanley cup but and and so many people have them and you know what if you're gonna have your goalies each of these guys all both of them skinner and campbell had 16 shots each and they both let four goals in like you cannot be putting guys out there with no defense and getting eight goals on 32 shots, you know, that's just embarrassing. They, they expected McDavid to score nine, I guess. I don't know. I don't know. Something you know, went wrong
3: here. He didn't score nine goals. You know, most <laughs> they nights they probably eight. That's the plan. could. Uh, yeah, I know, right? Maybe yeah, that's the problem. We're just relying too much on, on McDavid.
1: And I here's said. the thing though, like with, I understand that game one is, you know, first week, you know, first five games, six games, teams are trying to find their their legs and everything. But game one to me, like you you have four to five months to get yourself prepared for game one. How does Edmonton yeah. come out I and just – Things can go
3: sideways, like but how does that game not turn into like a fisticuffs bench? Like how do you get embarrassed by eight goals without it turning into the WWF? Like yeah. you, you need – like to. there's no way you're going to let your first game come – Mid-season, you know, there's that one game and nobody's watching during the week and you just you give up, you know, a horrible performance. Right. If I, opening night, you, I
1: mean, if it's going to go sideways, you better go down swinging. I think they play again Saturday in Edmonton. They start out home and home, so I'm real curious to see how that game two goes. Now, if you mm-hmm. heard Connor McDavid, uh, halfway through the third period, Vancouver pulled Thatcher Demko and they brought Casey to Smith in. And Connor McDavid made a little comment that, you know, basically like something along the lines of, you know, that they were kind of rubbing salt in the wound by putting their back up in. When that's not the case, Thatcher Demko actually got sick during the game and in the third period puked in his mask. Dude, how oh, nasty wow. is that? He threw up in his mask. So Taka takes him out, puts the Smith in. So the Smith stopped five of five. Um, it was Thatcher Demko's goal. Uh, I mean, yeah. game. I knew a guy who it.
3: shit himself in net once.
1: Really? You know, yeah, and he
3: played the rest of the game like that, and uh, that's you know local lore. You know, they're a men's league. He he shit himself he during the game. No, oh okay, no. but it, you know it, he did, and uh, he ended up having to stay in net. And everybody who came down to the you know my end at ice. Yeah, how bad is that, that? that guy shit himself, and I thought they were kidding at first. I really thought they were kidding. And then after the game, I talked to him. And he's like, yeah, no, I shit myself.
1: <laughs> no, just an accident. Do
3: you remember the, just, you know, I don't know. He was sick. He didn't feel well or something. But he I, really, I give him uh, warrior points for not getting out of the net like oh, that. Oh, no doubt. But, you know, can you imagine that? You're playing. Every time I go near this guy, I just want to throw up. He shit himself. I know well, when Tampa was it.
2: in the Stanley Cup against Chicago, um, right. Ben Bishop actually had the stomach flu in a playoffs there. And that's why Vanacek was cut. They were going in and out. And right, he missed right. some games because, yeah, he had the same issue, actually, I heard
1: yeah
3: well
2: Who he did in his
1: pants on the ice there's I a think he
2: actually he may no he,
3: i think i remember hearing that now you mentioned that Tony. Yeah. That, that
1: yeah there I was a bet yeah. you brought up wrestling you brought up wwe there's a story and stone cold was wrestling i believe it was owen Hart, the late owen Hart, and um it was something happened and whatever the move happened and stone cold shit shit right in his fucking pants and he quickly wow. did they did threw an audible and he laid down had the pin and ran out of there he's like it was coming out of the bottom of my fucking trunks it was nasty <laughs> I, I don't know if he was sick or whatever but I, I, back to the game I have to say uh, Vancouver is not on too many people's radar to make the playoffs but if Thatcher Depco plays the way he's playing and that team can you know with Pedersen and Miller and you've got Quinn Hughes, those guys, well, they, they can might, score, huh? they Eight might goals, make a little bit of noise, man. I know it's mm-hmm. only one game, but I think Thatcher Demko played really good. And he's been a big question mark. He was injured a lot last year. They were looking right. like they were going in the right direction until he got hurt. So I like it. I like Vancouver.
3: Yeah. yeah. Great performance by them.
1: Um, Colorado five, two win over the Kings last night. Um, Mika Rantanen had two goals, two assists. Nate McKinnon had a goal. It was all the big guys, right? Kale McCarr had a goal. Our guy, Miles Wood, also had a goal. There's nice. your five. Uh, Gagorgiev right had here. two goals on 36 shots. Uh, you know, that was a game that I actually watched a little bit of, and Avs abs just looked amazing. And the Kings, I thought, would be doing a hell of a lot better than they did that game. Um, right. One of the funnest games that – well, actually, I'll get to that one last. I didn't watch any of the Jets and Flames game. I know the Flames won 5-3. to three. Markstrom had three goals on 37 shots. Uh, from everything that I heard on today during the day, Markstrom looked really good. Flames came back. I think it was 3-3 in the third, and the Flames came back, scored two, won it. You brought up Connor Bedard. His Blackhawks went into Boston. They lost 3-1. to uh, Pasta had two goals. Omar had one goal on the 21 shots. Bedard had his first goal and a nice wraparound on Omar. Um, had a little picture of him holding his first goal puck uh, after the game. with Not a smile on his face. The man was not happy. The kid wants to win. Um, I have, have two, two. Yeah, he's going to have to wait a while. He's going to have do a lot of losing this year. Um, the Sens and the Canes. So the Senators lost five to three. I watched the majority of that game, and I'm going to say something, and I think that a lot of people might disagree with me. The Carolina Hurricanes, yes, I, I know. They're very good. They're an exceptional team. They are play within a very, very good, well-disciplined system. They are boring. If you've yeah. watched one Carolina Hurricane, you've watched all 82 Carolina Hurricane games. They are just a boring team to watch. They're not exciting. I don't like watching their games, which takes me to the final game of last night, which if you're a hockey fan, this game was so much fun to watch. Montreal, Toronto, uh, 6-5 win for Toronto in a shootout. Did you watch any of this game? I
2: saw oh, highlights. Some going on, yeah. Saw it this
1: funny. game was so much fun. Montreal was up 2 0 after the first. Um, second period, Toronto comes in, scores three unanswered. They're up 3 2. Go into the third, Montreal scores three unanswered. They're up 5 3. With the goalie pulled, about five minutes left. Austin Matthews just does Austin Matthews stuff. Scores two goals, ties it up. The three on three was fun. Um, Samsonov made some really nice saves. So did um, the hell's his name? Uh, the goalie for Jake Allen. Uh, okay. You know did all right and then uh goes into shootouts uh third round of the shootouts mitch marner the last one to score uh the only one to score and toronto wins in the shootout but that game was so freaking much fun to watch i mean it was yeah, just wild. all over the place wild game uh, i know if you're a, a toronto fan or even a uh, Montreal fan, you're probably not a huge fan of that type of game. You know, you don't oh. you, you want to see a little bit more discipline from your team. But yeah, as a hockey fan, fun, yeah, it's fun to watch. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, so I mean, I, I don't. There are a lot of things, of course, that you know the Devils are going to have to clean up, and I'm have no issues that they will. I do expect a little bit more of a uh, spirited effort tomorrow against the Coyotes. I have to say, I didn't think that Heisher Meyer. Uh, Mercer line was did really, much. No, yeah. Um, you know they started you know, with Meyer on the on the wing with them. They put Holtz down to the the hollow line. Uh, did you guys notice anything about Holtz or you uh, the Heischer line or anything that you want to discuss? Or
3: I thought Meyer was you know he, I mean let's say he had the goal called back that you know obviously he was kick, kicked kicked mm-hmm. in, but he's trying to kick it to his stick. He makes a good play. He's right there. Uh, if it was for the goalie getting in the way with his pad of a stick, he might have touched that puck before across crossed the line. That was Very his, true. what he was trying to do. Yep. So, like, you know, he was close to being on the board, and he was kind of where you need – but, yes, overall, did that line create the chances that you expect that line to create? No, they did not. Um, I thought they had a hard time finding each other with uh, the passes they intended. You know, um, So, you know, that line needs to gel a little bit more. I thought the whole team kind of was just, you know, not – Making the passes that they are capable of, and you know it's hard to explain exactly why. I think Detroit played them. Pretty well, that's what I was and,
1: just going to ask. Do you think it was just okay? It's game one, and they're just not, um you know, they're not there yet. Or do you think it was Detroit just played them very good? Um, Detroit has a very. Yeah, Detroit was style. very aggressive,
3: and it, you know they did not like getting you know smacked in the mouth in the first period. Yeah, I mean it's not like they were scored on or anything, but. You know they, they realize it's flat performance it's a good reason why you don't want to go flat in the first period and i don't know what's worse going flat in the first or the third but um the going you know flat in the first is pretty bad because it, it does cause a problem looks like we got a drop in here i think we do
1: i think we got a drop in where is he bobby
3: live no, in I newark
0: i even hear you guys dude
1: so can you hear us at no? can you hear can you hear us at all Oh,
0: no, I don't
2: have Bobby, there's a pair of balls oh, on, you on your head.
1: head. <laughs> so so just give us a quick rundown. What was the energy like in that arena tonight, especially All in the right, second and third? Round
0: up being really cool. Look, Pennsylvania yeah! John is here.
1: <laughs> What's
3: there's up, John?
0: Come on, after party. Let's go. Woo!
1: There
3: he is. On the streets. What's up, Derek? So, so, It
0: did start woo! off a little slow, right? It felt a little bit it was missing something, but then Jack Hughes showed up. He did what Jack Hughes does, right? The building came alive. It was really great. Uh, v Tech was a star of the show for sure. I don't know how it came through on the TV, but man, this is V's team. You know, we love Schmidt. He's the future, maybe, but these fans love V. So that was great to see. Uh, you know, just you know, superstars like Jack, this is what they do. There was nothing going on, he made it happen. So, uh, you know, so. go for them. It probably should have been 4-1. You know, a lot of penalties were bullshit, you know. But uh, it was a good time. The fans finally got into it. Uh, we were sitting next to some strange fans, which is really fucking weird. They weren't really fans. They were there for, like, the, uh, the, the betting line. All, all they wanted was Jack Hughes to score and for the Devils to win, which happened. So, you know, good for them, I guess, but really fucking annoying. But for the most part, the fans were having a great time. Uh, the energy picked up, and it's just been a party. It's been great. How many beers yeah. have you had?
2: <laughs> How many beers have you had tonight?
0: How many beers have I had tonight? Yes. Shit, I don't know. We had we couldn't get into our hotel, so I had three waiting. I think Derek and John each had four, and then we got a couple in the bar. So, yeah, you know, ten, I don't know. thousand dollars. Uh,
1: no? Did you start the MVP chant, or was that somebody else?
0: Cause no, I know no, you. I, I know chant you, chant,
1: you started chant. the fire Lindy um, chant last year, so no.
0: that well, was you, me. right?
1: No.
0: Um, but yeah, we just we just follow along. I was I was chanting for the whole chant when he when he when he shot that puck like twelve feet wide. I was like, oh shit, there I go. I'm going to hear about you know, that.
3: That whole uh, shot was not really wide. It actually went off a skate. It was a good deflection, uh, defensive block. It wasn't really a Holtz's fault.
1: Oh, the, the one yeah, that I'm, that almost took yeah, Meyer's head off.
3: Yeah, if you watch the replay, it went off a, a skate on a block.
1: Okay, right? you know the shot was I on target. It, thought he shot it that like, thing twelve feet high. No, it looked like it. First off, you got to watch the replay to see. So what's what's the game plan for the rest of the night up in the city, Bobby?
0: This fucking silly disco music is fucking drowning out everything you guys are saying. I got nothing right now. I can't
3: You're gonna go stay dancing. With
0: this shit, you know, I got. I'm probably not adding anything more to the show. So I got to cut off because I can't fucking hear it all. Have a great show. I'll talk to you guys tomorrow night. Just know, Thanks for checking fast. in, Bobby. It's going to be great, dude. And, all right, and thank my you. look up close?
1: It looks beautiful, Bob. You have a wonderful <laughs> nice. ear. That, that's nice Bobby here. Pennsylvania live, it's our best man feature. on the street. Thank you, Bobby. Yeah.
3: There he is. There he goes. There he is. Bobby right, P.A. Guys. Peace out. Peace See you tomorrow.
0: Later. I'm going to go. Yo, yeah, the... Uh,
3: no, he's not done yet. Devil's no, at Night not. or
0: whatever here. I'm going to go talk to that podcast. We already chatted with him a little bit. Maybe I All can right. get on. Who knows? We'll well, how yeah,
1: maybe stick, you can jump ship does, to a different How's the stickers going? <laughs> how did, how's it going with the stickers? The stickers, uh, the stickers Bob. Were
0: more than halfway through. Um, some people take them. Some people are like, what the fuck am I going to do with a sticker? I <laughs> think it's a Jehovah <laughs> Witness. So, you know, we're working our way through it. But the people that we did wind up talking to... Uh, they were interested about the show. they hopefully pick up a couple more people and, you know, see how it goes.
1: All right, Bobby. Enjoy the rest of your All night, right. my man. man Thank everybody. you. See you. Yep. All right. So, well, he has
2: Bobby kind of has that Ken Danico midnight oil look going on, doesn't he? <laughs> <laughs> he does. That was fun. It's a good look. I like that. Yeah. yeah. I like that. He's having, so, a, he's uh, having this, a great man. time. It's
1: very cool. Very cool. Yeah, it's definitely a good time to be. Nice out to see there. fans out there in the streets. You know, that's great. Yeah. Game one, that's awesome. And tomorrow night we got game two. I expect a much more spirited performance from the Devils against the Coyotes. Even though I don't think the Coyotes are pushovers either anymore, I think they are going to be okay. I'm not sure if they play tonight. I don't think so. So I think I don't think so. I think, I think they're, they're going to have Arizona's fresh legs. First game, yeah.
3: Yeah, I was kind of reading like a little article from one of their um, local you know, news outlets, and they were talking about their keys to success. And it was pretty interesting to look at it from their point of view. One thing that they had first off was something that you saw happen tonight. They want to go and, you know, smack the Devils in the face early. Right. Like, you know, really do the, come out as hard as they can, partially because they know the Devils are coming off, a, you know, back to back. And uh, partially because that is probably going to be the key to playing the Devils is don't let them get momentum early. You know, I mean, everybody's going to play them hard. I think one of the lessons from this game tonight, you can't take too many lessons from a game one, right? You don't want to extrapolate no. everything from one game. But uh, look how hard Detroit came out. Look how well they played. I think that's going to be the story this year, that everybody's a little bit more ready for the Devils, and they're going to have to elevate that much more. I don't mean to say that they can't do that. They will. And Well,
1: um, look, you know, you know, iron sharpens iron if that's how this season is yeah. going to be then uh, that's just going to make this team even better come playoff time. So um, I'm super excited about that. We do have the Coyotes tomorrow night, seven o'clock at the rock. Um, last year we played them twice. We beat them in game 15, five to two, and we beat them in game 62. It was an overtime win. We beat them five, four overall. The devils are 33, 42 and nine against Arizona. So we definitely have a beyond losing record and we have never met in the playoffs. So, Tomorrow, game one, we'll see how that one goes. This is a, a team in Arizona that does believe that they can make a push in that playoff spot. They believe they can get themselves their, their bubble team. I'm not 100% sure. Um, I guess we'll see more tomorrow. It, I am kind of interested to see how they play.
2: I'm going to do so, a silly uh, score prediction. I'm going to say the Devils win 5-1 to one tomorrow. I have a feeling they're going like to show like, up a little bit, but more than tonight – you know, get, I really feel like it's good. Tony, w- would you
1: be willing else, to actually lay money on that?
2: <sighs> Only if I use that service that you're that you tell me about on the show. I mean, well, it's not really well, a that's, service. That's
3: an escort it's, service. That's escort service about. is what you're talking about.
2: <laughs> exactly. I'm talking oh, about
1: DraftKings Sportsbook. Uh, I, and look, I get it. NFL is going strong, and DraftKings Sportsbook is hooking new customers up with an offer that's even stronger. You can bet five dollars on any game this week and score two hundred dollars instantly in bonus bets. Now I get it, you don't get the bonus bets when it comes to the NHL, but it is a lot of fun to maybe throw some money down on that. Like uh, you know, today if you took You're the getting Devils 40 to
3: one odds on that. If, if you math. took
1: the Devils minus one and a half, you would have lost tonight because they only won by one. But maybe you took uh maybe you took uh the Detroit Red Wings to to, to lose, but you know, Devils not to cover, that's what you would have gotten. Jack Hughes mm. tonight For a goal, anytime goal, was a plus 100. I think he was a plus 1,200 for the first goal. Dougie Hamilton uh, was um, over two and a half on shots on goal. I'm not sure what he got, but it was definitely uh, more than two and a half shots. Can we bet on his penalty minutes? Because that would have been something I think nobody would expect. The Hughes' four penalty minutes probably would have paid huge um, definitely. But those were just some of the uh the prop bets you could have thrown down on tonight's Devil Red Wing game. So get in on Game Day Greatness and download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use code THPN. New customers can score two hundred dollars instantly in bonus bets. When you bet five on the NFL, that's code THPN only on DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit www.1800gambler.net. In New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY. In Connecticut, help is available. For problem gambling, call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly on behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort. Licensee partner, Gold in Nugget Lake, Charles, Louisiana. 21 plus age varies by jurisdiction. Void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See sportsbook.draftkings.com slash football terms for eligibility and deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources. Nice. What's up with Ontario?
2: I tell you, I did like to see Jack fired know. up tonight, though. I did like seeing John well, fired did... up tonight. Already. Oh, yeah. The, you know. 100 points, yeah. I think, this year. I mean, I know it's only game one. You can't go by game one. I said that from the beginning of the show. It means nothing, but I would not be surprised the man breaks 100 There
1: were 19,000 people that were ready to hand him the Hart Trophy after two periods. So I don't think you're so right. crazy to say 100 and points right. after game one. Right. Uh, 100 points, yeah, I can totally see it. This kid is special. There is something I, I mean look, as a devil fan, as long as we've been devil fans as old as we are, we have never even touched the surface of somebody that is as special of a player as Jack Hughes. I mean look, Patrick Elias was fantastic, but Patrick Elias did not have the God given skill that Jack Hughes does. He and was there every, that second goal was so sweet, you know. It was oh, I don't know if you noticed. Beautiful. He
3: kinda he kinda did like a Almost like a no look, like he kind of just like turned his head a little bit as he released. It was kind of uh, like a little messed up. You want the truth? Was Did insane. you guys watch
2: the, the post game with him when he was talking? Uh, no, game, was I you? saw yeah. him there, but I was well, on the bench. Up. Yeah, yeah he, I saw that. He, I just it's something about him that's just so he just does not care. They're like, "What do you think of this goal? What do you think of that goal?" He's like, "I just, I don't care if it goes in off my, you know, his pads." He said, "He's like, I just want the and, goal. He's like, I just want the and win." And yeah, I love that. He wants the win.
1: That second goal where he just pulled up in the slot, like you said, did that mm-hmm. little no look and then roofed it um, short side or far side rather. Um, it was a very similar goal, if you remember, against Chicago. I believe that was also a home opener two years ago. It was an overtime win. That was when Jack threw the stick over the uh, glass to one of those uh, fans oh, out yeah, there. yeah, yeah. I it was remember. A very that similar goal. He made a little bit of a more of a deke in that Chicago, but it was that same spot. Right. It was that same move. Uh, you know, but yeah, man, he is so friggin' special I mean, just must see. He is so fun to watch. And there's not many guys in the NHL that are that f- much fun to watch. I mean, I will, if I was not a devil fan, the same way I will put on the Edmonton uh, games to watch Connor McDavid, Leon Drysaddle. I put on Colorado to watch Nate McKinnon. I, you know. Oh, a bunch of different players. I watch Chicago because I want to see Connor Bedard. If I was not a Devil fan, I would be tuning into every Devil game just to see Jack. You know, a win, like, absolves everybody of a lot of sins. But
3: looking at it and just putting the fact that we're happy they got the win aside, do you think there was enough physicality from the Devils, enough physical response? I thought Detroit played a very physical game, and that was part of what took us off our game did, did you expect or hope that they were going to be even a little bit more physical, start throwing bodies in definitely, response? Definitely. I, I mean, I was a little concerned about that. Jack took that mugging and there was nobody around. I'm not looking for bench clearing, you know. Dad, Dan, you know, I've been preaching he, this yeah.
2: all. I preached this last year at the end through the playoffs. I always say, yeah. It like, yeah, definitely. And, I mean, hopefully that's not going to be an ongoing thing. But it's,
3: Yeah, he sure it's had a little, like, see. dust up. It wasn't anything crazy, crazy. But, again, not a huge – Physical response. I mean, I don't
2: know, even though – I'm
3: not even saying it's called for in this game. Maybe it wasn't. Maybe it's the right call to, like, not get super fired up and stay on target and play your game. But, you know, I don't know. Part of me is always
1: going to want a physical response. It's just the way I am. But I I don't know. I – Agree with you there. I mean, I definitely want to finish physical response as well. Um, I'm not 100 percent sure if I'm very bummed about it not being tonight only because it's game one. Everyone is still trying to find their legs, find their game. I think this was a much yeah. I think, you know, this really was if you look at this game as far as, a, you know, it was not a clean game. It was no. a lot of turnovers from both teams. There wasn't a whole lot of open ice. Um, when there yeah. was, I thought the Devils took advantage. And I thought the Red Wings did late in the third, too, when they so imagine this was like a playoff
3: goal. game, right? If this, if this, was, this a was game one game, of a playoff series, especially if it didn't go our way, because it was kind of close, I think we'd be talking about a lack of physical response.
1: Now, but did you feel that Detroit played physically? Because I didn't think this was a very physical game. Uh, you, no, you're
3: right that it was definitely not like one team completely dominating physically over the other. But between the two teams, I would say Detroit was more physical. I did not see the official hit count at the end of the game. And I don't think it necessarily is going to, you know, change my mind on this. I just felt like when it came time I, for the pushing and shoving and all that stuff, Detroit seemed to have a little bit. Sometimes that happens that the losing team's more frustrated and they're a little bit more physical. And you just play your game. That's the right move to make. I'm not saying you always go out there and, you know, smear their faces
1: against the glass. That's not what I'm saying, but Uh, I I was
3: just with a concern, maybe a little bit, because I'm wondering, you know, should they be responding more?
1: Yes, they should be responding more. And if they don't add that game, that element of their game, that sometime during the course of this season, then it's probably going to be an early exit in the playoffs. Um, Yeah. They haven't gotten to figure that that out tonight. They've got to figure it out. Um, did you guys see this Wayne Gretzky thing? No, I did not. Uh, who's this guy? I've never heard of him. So uh, he used to play hockey. Um, oh, for the Edmonton okay. Oilers, he played for the Kings, he played for the St. Louis Blues, he played for the New York Rangers. He, uh, I forget what number he was nine. Was I he think Mark
3: Messier. Know, you talking nine, about?
1: nine. No, no, no. He was the guy. Oh. He was the other guy. That played okay. with Mark Messier, Wayne Gretzky. I think I'm saying. I'm going to Google right? him later. Yeah. Some relation yeah, to Mickey
2: up. Mouse. I don't know.
1: So the same guy that did call uh, this team a Mickey Mouse organization comes out exactly. and says about. The New Jersey Devils, they're a fun, unique team to watch play. They kind of remind me of the Oiler teams of the 80s. Wayne Gretzky just compared this Devil team to some of the greatest teams in NHL history in those Edmonton Oilers. But then he goes on to say about somebody so electric, so dynamic. He reminds me a lot in the sense that he sees, he reminds me of me in the sense that he sees the ice incredibly well. Wayne Gretzky said that about a player. I mean, it's Connor McDavid, right? I mean, that's who he's talking about. You would think so. Well, actually, maybe it could be Nate McKinnon, right? He's an amazing skater. He sees the ice well, right? Wayne could definitely probably compare Nate McKinnon to him, right? I mean, he's maybe Connor McDavid. Uh Uh-uh. Nope. It was Jack. He says, Jack Hughes is so electric, so dynamic. He reminds me a lot of me in the sense that he sees the ice incredibly well. The same dude that called our organization a Mickey Mouse organization just said that this team looks reminds him of his teams of the 80s that won a gazillion and ten Stanley Cups and that Jack Hughes reminds him of himself, the greatest hockey player to ever play the fucking game. That is a ringing freaking endorsement.
3: Yeah, you know what? I do like watching in between uh, periods a little bit. I was watching the the, uh, intermission report there on ESPN where you have PK PK and Mark uh, Mark Messier. And Messier, he's in pain. Anytime the Devils do well, you can tell it physically hurts him. He was kind of happy after the first period. He's like, oh, you know, I just can't say enough about uh, how great Detroit's. But, boy, he really, it, it just hurts him, but he can't tell a lie when it comes to Jack. You know, he just, you know, he just says I didn't watch any of
1: him. it. Was he praising Jack?
3: I mean, he had to at the end. Who's not going to? How could you, you not? Know, I mean?
1: exactly. Well, Mark Messier, man. I mean, he's. Yeah, I mean, nah. he
3: doesn't want to, but he can't help it. Uh, to at least say that, he, yeah, he's an amazing player. He, but he does it with, like, a pained look on his face.
2: Yeah, I really think Jack him. is what – he's, like, one of the top three marketed guys in the NHL right now, and I think he's going to move up. I mean, I think it's just the guy that – uh,
1: The sky's the, the limit. Uh, charm, yeah. Jack Hughes is, is, I believe, not only a future Stanley Cup champion, future Con Smythe champion, future Hart Trophy champion, future cover of NHL – 20-whatever fucking years he's on there, but he will be one year. He's that good. It's him. It's Connor McDavid. It's Austin Matthews. Like, those three dudes the NHL loves. They love to the market. Um, yep. And I think you said the pained face of Messier. It's probably the pained yeah. face of the NHL. Like, really? Why has he got to fucking play in Jersey? Can't we get oh, him yeah. to L.A. or, you know, something yeah, like that?
3: Sure. Yeah, they didn't want to make that mistake again. That's why they fixed the uh, Bedard the uh, uh yeah we can't so have him going to columbus. End up in anaheim or right. yeah, columbus or, <laughs> they don't want that so put him on a chicago team uh no but it's it's great new jersey's very you know lucky to have a player like jack because uh, there aren't many out there like him he's a franchise player for sure And it's too early to
2: say but he's someone you could just picture staying with the organization until the end you just you know it's, you can't it's hard to say that these days but he just has the way he speaks about new jersey the way he yeah Promotes I kind of like that we got
3: his family on the team too. It's almost like we're yeah. holding them hostage. Now way, we need you know? to have his nice. mom
2: like make the food for the team in the daytime. Yeah. Give his dad a little gig. You know, maybe like you, you can't leave. Everybody
3: work. you know is here. Sorry, yeah. now you got to stay here part of the team Luke, forever.
1: Luke and Jack were on the uh, power play with uh, Steve Koulias on the uh, XM the other day, and I have to say. Like, not only, like, all the fucking shit that we're saying, all the, you know, how, bad we're, how big we're pumping his tires here about him just being an amazing player. He's a class dude. Like, he's, I get what you're saying, Tony, that he has that, like, nonchalant, don't give a fuck attitude. He totally does. Which is perfect. But in an interview like this, like, when he's asked questions about his teammates, he's asked questions about his brothers, he's had he is just the most, like, he's very sincere, but he is... Just a giving guy. Like you can tell, like he's just praises everybody. Like there's no ego in him. I know he wants to win. He probably wants to win more than anybody else on that team. But he. You see him make
3: that pass in the third when he could have had the hat trick. He made a pass. Yeah. I think all Devil fans want him to shoot, but I I think I understand what he's saying. That pass, you know, it didn't uh, click there in the end. But if it did, the guy was open and he would have, you know, scored so he's not selfish put it that way
2: Chris is right because when you hear Jack talk about himself even his voice level it's kind of like he speaks different. But when he does talk yeah, about he doesn't, his brother. he doesn't like to talk about or himself. Or Lindy. He's a big, rough guy. When you hear yeah, about he, he, he kind of, yeah, he lights up. and it, which I mean, congrats, you know, Mr. Rough got a contract extension. You know I mean? Yeah, I, which I didn't even baby. know
1: wasn't. I thought it was. I thought he was already signed. I mean, yeah, no, I know that he didn't have official, a contract yes. at the end of the year, but then nobody said anything, and he showed up to start coaching the team. So I assume they did something <laughs> during the summer, you know? It
2: just See, wasn't the Devils were going to hope that he, like when,
3: he was never going to realize he didn't have a contract right? and he kept showing up for free. That's like
2: coming in. Yeah, right, all face, face.
3: Just, you know my wife said i haven't been getting checks do i have a contract and they're like oh yeah let's fix that lindy we'll get you a contract sure sorry
2: we well, remember because right on bat. seinfeld when he's like going to work at a place just keeps on showing up yeah. and they're yep. like, yeah
1: yeah you know. and i actually had a guy like that at one of my places well it wasn't my place but i was working uh, on the island and uh at a place and there was this kid his name was dan and he was working there and he was terrible. And uh, uh, it wasn't we the man. know this guy? No, <laughs> he, it was. It, no, it was, was the man. man. Yeah, it was. Okay. And uh, this was like his first ever summer. And the guy was not a good worker. And I right. was told I had to let him go. So I let him go. The next day, six o'clock, he shows up to work. Now, I'm like doing club. something. He's, he's there on your
3: front porch. like fight right. Club,
1: Exactly. With a sleeping bag. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and next thing I know, the guy's making soap in the basement. It was the weirdest <laughs> fucking thing. So, no, he, um, so, and he just, he came back the next day and I was doing something. So, he was there like two hours and I finally realized that he was there and I was like, oh, well, I might as well just let him stay for today, you know, and he stayed. And he did this three or four days in a row and he didn't clock in. He didn't, so he, you knew finally, he wasn't getting paid. I was finally knew he. was I'm like, what are you doing here? And he's like, I just figured that if I kept showing up, eventually you guys would just be okay and rehire me because I really Give need credit. this job. He was with this company for ten years.
2: <laughs> yeah, definitely. because you can't get other people to show up to work, but the guy right. who doesn't work there, he shows up. What are you going to do?
3: Now you just try work. that with a girlfriend; it's a restraining order. But yeah. sometimes in business world, it works.
1: It was, you know, to could to talk about t- not to being able to take no for an answer. But yeah, he was a great right. dude. Showed up every fucking day. I'm like, you know, you Show didn't get to paid an adult. for like a week.
2: He's like, Show up yeah, to an adult film site. <laughs> hey, man, I work here. <laughs> it's like, what are
1: you doing here? Oh, I see what you're saying. If you, if you film film uh, while they're filming. Yes. Yeah. Just be like, <laughs> I'm just here to watch. I'm the grip. I'm the <laughs> grip's assistant, actually. I just I got coffee. the mop. So uh you said uh 5 to 1 against the coyotes
2: tomorrow. That's what I'm going to go with. I think they're going to come out definitely stronger. Um Jack mentioned it like I said even they they know that tonight was not their, you know, best effort. So I'm picking them tomorrow night Phoenix. I know that, you know you can't count them out of course. Especially could the, the teams that are not as strong you can't count out, but I think the Devils kind of roll them tomorrow night. What do you Is Akira in that you think?
3: Yeah, well, that's what there. I was wondering. I, I figured that it's the probably the you know, gimme move to put Schmidt in. Um, so I'm, I'm hoping to see him perform well, too. Score-wise, who knows? I mean, I don't know. I would like to see the Devils have a much better first, period. That would be great. Um, we know that if they play their game on paper, they should win. Um, that's a given. Uh, they were far from executing a, a solid game tonight. And so, for them to put a better performance together, that'd be great. I think that would guarantee them the win if they put a better performance than they did tonight. And I'm not even saying, you know, reach playoff uh, level intensity, uh, which is, you know, not necessarily what you expect in game two. So I'm okay with that. But I think they got to play a better game and just start getting in a groove, coming out strong every period. You know, it's a long season, but you don't want to have like the, uh, you know, the, the, reputation of just taking periods off because you can maybe score enough goals in two thirds of the game to just play crappy for one third. You know, that's, that's not good. The Oilers
1: do. Yeah, exactly. You know, last year Edmonton was off to, you know, very slow starts. Uh, It's a dangerous way to play. I don't like
3: that. And I I feel like you, you do that. You're setting yourself up for failure. You're putting way too much pressure on your, your franchise players who, you know, like, what, why is this? It's like it was a team, you know. You shouldn't rely on Connor McDavid to score all your goals and, and, and the rest of you kind of just, you know, don't know oh. what else you're doing. And I'm not saying they don't have a heart. Maybe there's confusion about their roles and what they're supposed to be doing. Um, and maybe just, you know, too much uh, anticipation. You know, tonight I thought first period um, that – you could just see them how much they wanted a goal, and when you want something that bad, it, it gets a level of frustration that stops you from getting it. You know, I think there so was a this lot. Game's over.
1: I don't, I think there was a lot of emotion going into this game with the through the Devils. I feel that they were. I think they were so hyped for this game just to be playing hockey. It's not that it was because it was against the Red Wings or it was at home. I think it would have been been that way on the road. I just think they were so ready to just play real hockey i do think that there were some nerves and there was some nervous energy at least you feeling know, the um, weight of expectations a little bit too i hope not and i hope throughout maybe if they're going to it's probably going to be early on it, until yeah, they get and then shake their it groove. off get in the groove right. right and they get in their groove and they realize you know what we are a really good team and you know we're we deserve the expectations that have been thrusted upon us this year because of what we did last year but you guys both said and i agree we do think it's a pretty obvious choice that Schmidt will be in net tomorrow. Do you guys think there'll be any other lineup changes, or would you make any other lineup changes? What about working Miller? You know, that's what I was thinking. Maybe you know, um, Smith out and Miller in. I wouldn't be yeah, shocked. Smith if they wasn't did that.
3: horrible, and and you know, um, Hughes looked good with him for the most part. So, like you know, if Smith is there to help, you know, anchor hughes if that's the idea and i guess he did a good job but he himself has always been like you know i want to see miller and if we're if we've got him on the roster let's use him you know at some point so maybe that's not a bad move to make Uh, and other than that i don't know what do we think about the forwards we we, i wouldn't move anybody i don't
1: think real quick uh, jack did say in the interview with steve coulius he asked him about how do you like playing with uh timo or um dawson mercer and and tyler toffoli And he said, um, you know, they're great and this and that, but you know, I'm used to playing with everybody. I'm sure the way Lindy is, I'll play with Six. Uh, what do you say? I'll play with six forwards, six different forwards throughout the course of uh,
2: I heard that. Yeah. Friday
1: night. It or sounds whatever. very accurate. I yeah. don't think anybody Thursday doubts that. Night. And uh, yeah, he was. Uh, yeah, exactly. Like, yeah. OK. It's it's so noticeable. <laughs> Even the guys on the team are saying it, like, you right. know, but so um, I don't think anything in the forward department. You know, no, I wouldn't yeah. make any line change. But I do think Miller, you got him. Let's use him. I like Holtz.
3: He was active. Holtz was, you know, like last year at the opener, he had a he had a goal. So uh, you know, uh, it's not like we didn't know he could do something. But um, then he quickly faded. He was pretty active in this game. You know, he was responsible
1: defensively. He was not making stupid passes with the puck. He was picking the safe play, going up the boards. He was just trying to play sound hockey, and I think he did. And uh, Mm -hmm. his offense will come. If he continues to do that, the offense will come. I think it's fine playing on that third line. I know people we talked about a little bit on the last show are in an uproar about him not being up there with Heisher and Meyer. And like Jack Pugh said, like we've always said, everyone else that knows this team says he'll have his chance to play up there. Of course, he will. Mm-hmm. You know, the yeah. Lindy's of course going to give him a shot up there. You know, this is not just that he's relegated to the third line or he's not going to play at all. You know, of course. I wouldn't
3: be surprised if he juggled Brad around. Brad, um, he had some chances that he, you know, shot wide. Um, he's, he's such a great skater, but I feel like he didn't reach his full potential as far as, you know, the chances he could have created. He looked a lot and better so, in the
1: preseason.
3: Yeah. You know, than yeah. In this game. And I was really conscious of, like, wow, great preseason. And then I'm watching it. It's not like he was bad this game. I'm not saying that at all. But um, He wasn't that he, noticeable. He could do more. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, there, there, there's so much more room for a lot of these guys, Bratt included. Like you said, Toffoli. Yeah. I mean, I think his, his contribution is going to grow. It wasn't bad. Wow. But I think it's going to grow. Um, you know, even, you know, like Hamilton, until he scored that goal, you could say, you know, uh, we, we would like you to be our, you know, number one scoring defenseman for now, you know. And uh, then, he, then he showed up, and he was there. So I think we're we're going to see that in game two. More guys
1: come online, if you will, you know, and get right. more into it. It's a good way to yeah. put it. Now, is Nate was Nate Bastian a healthy scratch, or is he hurt? I thought he was on the
3: IR. Did we put him on the? I, I I'm not sure if he, sure he went
1: mind. on the IR. Um, let me check that real quick. Are you checking that, Don? Yeah, I'll check. All right, cool. Uh, I'm just curious because I, I can maybe, maybe Lazar, maybe Nosek, maybe they put Bastion in tomorrow. If they are going to make any changes, it's not going to, you know, it's not, of course, not going to be anything drastic. It'll be maybe Bastion yeah. in or, uh, you know, maybe, who else is, uh, Foot, Foot, I know is on the IR.
2: Um, right,
1: I believe Nate Bastion
2: was What do you was think of game?
1: Was, was, it was okay, right?
3: Was I think it? he's a
2: healthy scratch. Looks like. He was, right? Oh, yeah, I so
1: I wouldn't be shocked if Bastion's in the lineup tomorrow. I, You know, I in thought that of was maybe Nosek. or Nochik. no yeah. Probably Nosek. um I think Nosek, he was around the net a little bit. I thought in the third period, once we got the lead, before we gave it up, um the McLeod line was out there a lot in the beginning of that third period. Uh, yeah, and McLeod I, and, had you know, some good and, chances himself, yeah, too. And I thought that line was noticeable as far as their defensive game. I thought they played very well. So um, I'm no, no sick. Guy I have no issues with right now. He didn't wow me, but he didn't, like I said, do anything that is uh, crazy. What about you, Tone? You think there's any changes to be made?
2: I think I could, I wouldn't be surprised if Miller wound up in there, um, and I totally for, you know it's funny you mentioned Bastion, and I for a moment I forgot about that. So I mean I would if him being in there wouldn't surprise me either. Um, but then again I wouldn't be surprised if it's the exact same lineup as tonight. So it's you yeah. know, besides goaltending wise. But do so, a is change. there anybody
1: you'd want to see that you you would make change?
2: I like Bastion, you know. Um, yeah, if me we too. have Miller, I wouldn't mind seeing Miller go in there. Uh,
1: yeah, I think those would be the, the normal ones that would be fun to see. Um, so, yeah, I guess it was since we're going to come back tomorrow after the, uh, after the Coyote Phoenix. game, is there anything else you guys want to chat about or, you know, want to wrap it up, a little shorter show tonight? We'll come on after oh, the yeah. Coyotes. Hopefully that's going to be a live stream. Um, I can't make 100% promises right now, but either <laughs> way, we'll be on after the Coyote game. So, guys, nice. uh, wherever you listen to us, uh, please give us a uh, positive review, five-star rating, like. Favorite, whatever, uh, that would be uh, really awesome, and it does go a long way to help promote the podcast. Um, Other than that, for Bobby, Tony, Dan, I'm Chris. We're the Uncle Puckers. The season is upon us. We'll see hey it. Chris, we'll see anybody it. that got
2: stickers tonight, feel free to send a photo of the sticker, or whatever. Yeah, man. that's awesome.
1: Right. Send please send us a photo on on Twitter of if you happen to meet up with Bobby at the game and you got a sticker and you didn't either a drop it on the ground, b throw it in the garbage, c light it on fire. If you actually maybe, I, might... I want
3: those photos
1: actually. <laughs> actually, if you do light it on fire, we'll take that. Actually, we will yeah. only take any pictures of Uncle Pucker stickers on fire.
3: It's to desecrate the Being Uncle Bucker sticker challenge. Yeah. yeah,
1: I like it. So, uh, for that, guys, thanks so much for checking us out, and we'll see you when we see you. Look at it that. It's over, Johnny. It's over.
2: There are i